to Rob Evans 365. It's day number 1914. It's a Friday. And today I'm doing some preparation for my trip early tomorrow morning. Hopefully get to bed early enough. So I've got to get up at 3 to leave by about 3.30 to get to the airport for my 6 a.m. flight to the airport. Um, so I will record a session tomorrow to uh, what on my way there to let you know how my start to the day is going. Uh, today I'm out walking, beautiful day, it's going to be 27, 28 degrees today and in a couple of days it's going to be 13, go figure. And one of the things I'm noticing as I'm walking around my neighbourhood, so I've lived in my home for about 10 years in this location now. I've been in my area here in Pakenham for about 23. And one of the things that I notice, because I've, I've seen uh, all the, the empty blocks that were here be filled up with houses and gardens go in and uh, the, the gardens of established houses uh, and the, yeah, the hard landscaping and, and things that they put in place. And as I'm walking past all of these places today, I think I've only passed one place. Yeah, I've only walked past one place so far today. And I've been going about one and a half kilometres where they have maintained the hard landscaping and then the soft landscaping, the planting and and so forth, that they put in place. I'm walking past a, a particular place here and I can remember when all of this went in. They put so much work into these uh, retaining walls. Super expensive timber uh, and uh, the way everything is cut nicely and framed and everything. And here's another one here with the, the decking and everything. And it requires a lot of maintenance and people don't maintain it. And then there's gardens that have just, you know, the plants are dying, there's weeds everywhere. Uh, it looks disgraceful. And it just reminds me that the way you do one thing, this is what my coach says, the way you do one thing is the way you do everything. And I, I look at gardens like that and I see how they've deteriorated. And you see the places go up up for, up for sale from time to time. There's one I'm about to walk past. Goes up for sale, changes owners, and the owners don't. They might like the look of the, the garden or whatever at the time and then they don't maintain it and it just gets worse and worse and worse uh, over time. I like this particular house I'm just walking past. They've got this, uh, these path, pavers in place with a lot of rock work and the, all the rocks are almost completely filled with weeds. It's like you've got to maintain this stuff. And I'm sure if you step inside, the house is kind of similar. And then if you step inside someone's mind, I'm sure their mind is kind of similar. What do I mean? It means that they're not completely focused, they're not driven, they're not achieving the best version of themselves, there's room for improvement, they need to clean up their thinking, they can get better outcomes, they're probably not the healthiest that uh, that they could be, all of those sorts of things. Because the way you do one thing is the way that you do everything. And uh, it's one of the uh, the big things my, my coach talks about in terms of loyalty. It's like if you... So he was talking about a, 
an opportunity investment opportunity that came up the other day. He said uh, this uh, was for a, um, I think it was like a bar, but it's in a, v- a very, very popular spot of uh, where he lives. And he said they were contemplating it, and because it had a celebrity brand name attached to it, it's all confidential, so I won't talk about the specifics of the names and everything, but stick with me for the concepts. And uh, he said the people in the deal wanted them to put in, uh, like, I think it was $5 million, or $11 million, something, something like that. And they were interested in it. But what was happening was that the person that was asking for the money was not getting back to to them. Well, they'd set up a time for, okay, let's meet at this time, and the person would come back and say, oh, no, I can't meet then. I've got to do it here. Something's come up. So they'd make a a time and then change it. And then uh, they did that twice. And so my coach, he's like, do you know what? This is uh, not really good enough. And then they changed, changed some more of the details. I said, actually, they're going to put in another $5 million. And they're like, well, this is weird. You know, all of a sudden you're looking for this much. Now you're saying this much. It just, it doesn't sound congruent with a, a good deal. And that if you were, uh, if it was such a good deal and then you would be asking, ask for the full amount as opposed to, okay, well, we're going to put some more in and uh, the returns are becoming less and it's just it's not sounding as good and he decided that you know what because you've blown him off like a couple of times he's decided that yeah you know what if if that's the way you're treating me at this stage so like at the sales process side of things what's going to happen once you're into the deal and he said for that reason i'm out and it makes sense uh, because even though it might be a good return. It's the pain and the anguish that comes along the way because they're probably not good partners. People want your money, but they're not going to, say, treat it as preciously as if it was their own money. And if people can't keep to their, their commitments, at the start, what are they going to be like as you go through? Because at the start, if you think about it, it's like the start of a relationship. Everything's good. The, the uh, you know, people are opening doors for each other. There's gifts and all that kind of stuff. And a few years down the track, it's like you can't, you can't even bother getting off the couch to open the door for someone. Uh, it's just the, uh, the reality, right, uh, of what often happens. So we need to uh, make sure that we're always adding value to people and that we are very conscious of the way that you do one thing is most likely the way that you do everything. I see it through my clients and I can tell that the, the challenges that they have with their health and their wellness is also transposes over to the challenges that they have with their kids, the challenges they have with their relationship, challenges that they have in uh, managing their household challenges in managing uh, their their wealth or their wealth creation or their budget, the challenges that they have in um, how they manage uh, various relationships, uh, the challenges they have in their career. Uh, it's, 
it all transpires across. And a lot of the time it comes down to the excuses that people make as to why it is that they can't achieve a certain outcome. It's interesting. And as you contemplate what I'm saying for yourself, you say, oh yeah, no, that's not right for me. Guarantee you it is. You have a look at the different aspects of your life. If you're absolutely honest with yourself, you'll find that, yeah, that's true. In other words, one particular area of your life is not absolutely perfect and it's smoking and all the rest are, are pretty crap. You'll find that the way that you approach every aspect of your life is the same. So the person that is super hungry for success is normally hungry for success in multiple areas of their life. And if they're very competitive, you'll find that, yeah, they're playing a board game with the kids. They're very competitive. They want to win because that's just in their nature, their innate nature uh, to uh, yeah, fight to the end kind of thing. And so when I look at myself, uh, I wasn't where I wanted to be. And uh, the way that I looked at it, like upon reflection now, is that absolutely I was doing the same thing, that, that the toxic negativity uh, that I was having with those conversations in my head uh, were transpiring over into those other aspects of my life as well. And I just was completely honest and said, well, you know, you've got to change this. This is up to you. You're making up too many excuses. You're having too many conversations with, you, with yourself that are not uh, positive and uplifting and energising. So how do you expect to have a, a really positive, empowering change on others if you can't put yourself there? And um, that's, that's when I... I decided that, yeah, I've got to make some, some better decisions, have better conversations and work harder than I've ever worked before. And you can make up a story for yourself that you're working as hard as you can. So many people do that. I used to do it. Say, so, oh, I'm working hard enough. I'm working so hard. People that say that normally aren't working as hard as they can. And you don't mistake time for uh, efficiency, productivity and, and great work because you can just be sitting, you can just be attending during work hours but you're not, not actually getting the outcomes and also we have a mindset of well weekends aren't for work and uh, we work a certain number of hours and then we just need to rest because oh well I've worked so hard I need to rest but if you're not where you want to be then Bottom line is, yeah, you can take some rest out, but you've got to work harder uh, than you've ever worked before. And uh, I know that that challenges a, a lot of people. Uh, but you'll find uh, the same thing. Let's just say that your, your health is, is really poor. You're not anywhere near where you want to be. You're probably not working hard enough and you're probably not working smart enough to achieve what it is that you need to and want to achieve and that's just the reality of it. Might sound harsh but it's true. So maybe it's time for a, 
and attitude realignment and then get the right coaching with the right work ethic, the right focus, start to get different results. You start to feel better, you start to look better, you start to be more focused and energized and uh, that will lead on to other changes in your life. Trust me, I've done it thousands of times. All right, I've got to get on with the rest of my day. I'm out. Thank you, everybody. Stay healthy. I'll see you tomorrow.